Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. Hey, welcome again to Growing uh, to Growing in Grace. I'm Joel the Breeze Man, and uh, got Mike the Cap Capler with me. I was just remembering, Cap, you posted something on uh, Facebook, a DC Talk. What was it? A gold album? Platinum. Platinum. That's right. It was platinum. Back in the day when we were both working in radio, that had been presented to the station with uh, with your name on it. So presented to you and in the, the station. And we've been doing this program for uh, almost seven years. I guess six and a half years. And when we started, if a person has listened back to some of our earlier programs, we used to mention that we uh, were in radio. That's how we got our start together. That's how we met each other was through radio. So it's been kind of fun to do some of that reminiscing on a little uh, post that you made on your Facebook and just remember those good old days of the radio station and where we've come from there these days. Yeah, and I think that's why I like doing these podcasts, Joel, because like you, I'm not really involved in radio anymore. And I was a little bit off and on the last few years, but this kind of gives me a chance to talk about the goodness of God. And, and uh, it's got a sort of a radio feel for you and me, even though we're, we're doing this uh, several miles apart from each other. We're not in the same studio together. But uh, the other thing I liked about that post, first of all, I, I love DC Talk. I've, I just always thought they were one of the best uh, at least Christian music bands out there, and, and uh, I would love to see them do a reunion tour. But when uh, the radio station uh, and the people that we were involved with that were running it in recent years, they asked me if I wanted something, and I said, I would love to have that DC Talk plaque. <laughs> it's the only thing I took, Joel. I, I, they gave me a choice of an array of things, but I just wanted that. And uh, it, it was cool when I put it on Facebook. Many of the people who commented on it were people that you and I had been involved with up at that radio station. So that was kind of neat. Yeah, I, I got a kick out of seeing a lot of those old names that I haven't seen for a long time. It was a lot of fun. Well, on with today's program. Now, last week, Joel, we, we talked about some things regarding the law. I, you know what? If, if you didn't get to hear last week's podcast, uh, just look for it at uh, growingingrace.org. We've got them all archived there from the past six and a half years. The most recent programs are at the top with the higher program numbers. Uh, check it out, uh, last week's program, because we're branching off a little bit from that, and then we're going to go back to it a little bit, too, in the weeks ahead. So uh, they're only 14 minutes long, and, and uh, I'm sure you can listen and, and do something else at the same time. But, Joel, when we talked about the law last week and the commandments, and that we no longer live by them anymore in Christ, some people, especially those who may be new to radical grace, uh, might not quite understand this is such radical stuff because they'd been taught through religion and, and church and so forth for many years that this was the moral code that we would live by or the commandments of God. And now you're telling us, you're telling us that we're freed from them. What does that mean? I mean, because a lot of people are going to think, especially religiously minded people, and, and we've all been entrenched in it in one way or another, uh, they're thinking, well, if you don't have some sort of a standard or a moral guideline to follow, like the commandments, then how do we live as Christians? Yeah, one thing, one way that I would answer that is that it's not a how. The, the living of the Christian life isn't so much a how, it's a who. <laughs> it's the life of Christ that's in us. And, you know, we'll, we'll get into more of that here as um, this podcast goes on. One thing that I, uh, real quickly, that I just wanted to point out that, that I ended with at the end of the last program was 
about the Gentiles, most people who have ever lived on planet Earth have been Gentiles. In other words, they were not Jews. The Jews, God's chosen people, you can read all about that in the Old Testament. Paul talks a lot about it in his epistles, and it's something that I think gets missed in this whole gospel thing and this whole talk about law and about living in Christ and how people come to Christ. I'll just read this quick little passage from Ephesians 2, starting in verse 11. He says, now Paul, a lot of times he's talking either to Jews or he's talking to Gentiles. He's addressing his epistles to one group or the other. In this case, he starts talking to the Gentiles. He says, now remember that you, once Gentiles in the flesh, who are called uncircumcision by what is called the circumcision, that at that time you were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. But in Christ Jesus, you who once were far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. So he's talking specifically to Gentiles here. At one time, you were far off. In other words, you weren't part of the commonwealth of Israel. You were strangers from God's covenant. You were far off but it's by the blood of Jesus that you have been brought near. Paul goes on, for he himself is our peace, who has made both one. He's talking about Jews and Gentiles. He's made both Jews and Gentiles one, has broken down the middle wall of separation, having abolished in his flesh the enmity, that is, the law of commandments contained in ordinances, so as to create in himself one new man from the two, thus making peace. So if I could sum that up real quickly... Yeah, I, w I was hoping you would do that, because when you started saying thereby and enmity, you started losing me. I should have read the message version a lot easier. <laughs> but yeah, the Gentiles never had the law. They were aliens from God's covenant that had the law. The Jews, they had God's law. But here's the thing, whether it was the Jews or whether it was the Gentiles, neither one of them were able to come to God through the law, but it was only by the blood of Jesus Christ. So, as you mentioned last week, Cap, the Gentiles who never even had the law, why would they come to Christ and then try to get themselves under the law? Why would we do that? <laughs> Again, the law is death, it's condemnation, it's guilt, it's bondage. So why would we come to Christ and try to put ourselves under death, condemnation, guilt, and bondage? The wonderful thing here is that through the blood of Christ, not through the law, not through our works, not through anything else, whether you're a Jew or a Gentile, it's only the blood of Jesus Christ through which we are brought near to God. And so that's the wonderful good news. The blood of Jesus Christ has done it all. So if we ever have any doubts about whether we're supposed to keep the law or not, remember it's only by the blood and not by anything that we can do. Yeah, as Paul told the Galatians, if there had been a law that could make you righteous, then one would have been given. What does that imply? That there is no law. Out of not only the top 10, but out of over 600 laws, there isn't one, not one, that could make you righteous. What does it mean to be righteous? I'm just talking about being right with God which everybody really wants to know. I mean, that's, that's the longing in the, in the heart of every human being. They want to know that they're right with God. They want to know where they stand with him. And yet Paul tells us, no, there isn't one. There is not one law that could make you right with God. So why would you want to try and, and keep the commandments <laughs> when you know you're not going to be able to do it in the first place? I mean, no matter how hard you try, no matter how many good things you do, 
that will not solidify your position uh, with God at all. And so, yeah, to, to go back to that, you, so we've been delivered from something and placed into something better. The old covenant has now become obsolete, the writer of Hebrews said. And we're now under a new covenant established upon better promises. And so, of course, Christ really is that promise. This is good news here because something that's, and you kind of implied this with what you just talked about, Joel, but there's an unconditional love that God has extended to you and me, you who are listening, me, even Joel is included in this. (laughs) And so, uh, but seriously, (laughs) unconditional love, that means love without condition. There's nothing we can do to earn a place with God. It's just automatically done for us. And just think about this. All of our sins, past, present, and future, completely forgiven through this finished sacrifice of of Christ that he did once and for all. Mm -hmm. When I began to realize this and that I was righteous, I was made complete in him. I had been perfected. I had been completely accepted by him. No matter how many times I fail from this point forward, no matter how how many times I failed in, in the past, I'm just accepted without condition. And once I began to understand that, I realized, at least I began to grow to realize, that this life that I now have in me is what I live by. We, we don't go by a, a moral code anymore. And really, when I think back about it, Joel, I don't know about you, and I can't say I really meditated upon this, but it just kind of occurred to me that even though I've been around church and a lot of Christianity all my life, and not all of it was real grace-oriented teaching, I don't think that I've ever really tried to apply the Ten Commandments or God's moral laws for me to try to live by. Mm-hmm. I mean, specifically, I don't think... I, I, now, I was trying to live a lot by works, even though I knew I wasn't saved by them, but you know, I was trying to... Uh, before I came into Radical Grace, I, I was trying to uh, do my best, you know, do my best, Joel. Of course, I always failed, and that brought the condemnation again. Uh, which you just talked about we've been delivered from. But I don't think I've ever really tried to apply the law to constantly try and make myself right with God. I, I simply have the life of Christ in me, and that's what I live by. I don't need a list of rules. We heard uh, Steve McVeigh teach in one of his books about how parents could go down to the courthouse and perhaps uh, read hundreds of laws on how to raise their kids. Very few people would need to do that. There are probably some, uh, but most of us simply reacted toward our children out of love, and it came natural to us, and that's how it should be in our lives each and every day. Yeah, I, m- I remember uh, several years ago when I was, uh, I guess, in high school and I took confirmation class, I remember memorizing the Ten Commandments, uh, but to this day, I really don't think that if I were put on the spot, I could name them all. I could name some of them, but, you know, but that's the thing. Never mind living by them. I can't even name them, and I don't believe that I am alone in this. I think that most Christians who would say we need to live by the law, I would bet, I could be wrong, but I would bet that most of them don't even have a clue what the actual Ten Commandments actually say. And if and if you were to actually read it to them verbatim and ask them if they keep that, I would think that most people would not be able to say that they do that. But here's the thing, and and here's the wonderful thing. You know, if, like you said, there is no moral code that we're to follow. And so if there's not this moral code, if, if we don't live by the commandments, then indeed, what do we do? If there was no law that could make us righteous, if there was no law that could give life, then how in the world do we do this thing? As I said earlier, 
I don't believe that it's a question of how, but it's really a question of who, and that who is indeed Jesus Christ, and the wonderful thing about what has happened as we wrap up here with our life in Christ is that what happened is that Christ, you know, the Bible says we were baptized into Christ. This isn't a water baptism that I'm talking about, but it's talking about the actual life of Christ swallowed us up. We were submerged into Christ's life. He went on the cross, and we died with him, and then as he rose again, we rose again with him into this new life, this resurrected life, and his life that we are in, we're in him and he is in us, that life is sufficient. That's one of my favorite New Covenant words, the word sufficient. It means that nothing needs to be added to it. It means that it's complete. It means that there is nothing more that needs to be done. His life in us is complete. What the law couldn't do, it couldn't give life. It couldn't make us righteous. It couldn't help us to live righteously. What the, what the law couldn't do, the sufficient life of Christ and the sufficient grace of God has done for us. And so we uh, live sufficiently in that grace every single day of our lives. Well, this is really good stuff, but next week I hope you'll tune in because we're going to talk about a story regarding the Apostle Paul that a lot of people have never heard about. Paul made an attempt to compromise with Jewish believers that wanted to adhere to the law. It didn't turn out real well for Paul, and we'll talk more about that next week on Growing in Grace. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.